0: To yet another coffee conversation with myself, Vivian, a podcast where we sit down with your favorite musician, where we have coffee and we hear all about their musical journey. Um, thank you so much to everybody that has listened to the previous episode with Ami it was quite amazing. And today, I am bringing you yet another brilliant musician. She's a singer, she's a songwriter, um, a vocalist, and She is also a broadcaster. It's Welcome. Yes, girl. Yes. yes. Thank
1: you so much. It's so good to be here.
0: Thank you for making time. Um, I think the universe is so intentional because we had been trying to sit down and have a coffee conversation and it just didn't happen. But I so happened to see you in an intimate setting. Yeah. And that was a moment when I said, I have to sit down with you. (laughs) I have to have a coffee with you because um, I felt like... Your performance came to, from such a deep place. Yeah. But before we get into all of that, um, let's let's start at the beginning of yeah. who Spam Talosa is, you know, um, growing up in Blasi, yeah. moving to Cape Town, um, joining a choir, starting to sing. How
1: did music find you? Goodness. So I think... Um, I like what you said about the universe being intentional. I think that's pretty much how I would uh, talk about my journey with music. Mm. I've always loved music as a kid and you know, this is pretty much known in our in our household that yeah. you know, if there's gonna be visitors, I'm gonna be the girl in the front. And I was very obsessed with Boomshaka. I, uh, so yes. I was born in the eighties, so I was born in era. that era. Yeah. Oh man. And, you know, it looks she need like Boomshaka were the people. So, mm. you know, you'd good get into groups together and then you someone would be Tembi everybody would fight to be Labo obviously yes <laughs> <laughs> and then we'd like find two boys to be Theo and uh, you know <laughs> so so I think it was it was that it was just always something that was something that I, I loved and I found comfort in mm. um, and I think I was also like in the sense that I was actually talented in it as well so yeah. it started there and then it, it grew it just grew the love of it and I think also there were so many affirmations along the way mm. that made me feel like okay maybe this is the path that I'm supposed to be taken, yeah. Um, so yeah. So I, I think I think it's that. I think the universe is incredibly intentional, mm. um, and it keeps leading you and guiding you, even though you're not cognizant of it exactly. Mm. Yeah.
0: And so you you went and studied jazz yeah, at UCT. Yeah. What, what, what was the, what, what, what fueled that decision? What was the one thing that said, you know what, I'm going to do this. I know about your story with Umam Smuhilo Kumalo, which we'll get into. But let's, let's talk a bit about you then deciding that I am going to take this thing seriously and I'm going to educate myself and actually um, be a trained and educated musicians, which I absolutely love. Yeah.
1: So I think it was like half like um, a naivety, Mm. um, and half, like, a lot. so so my parents uh, are educators, trained educators, mm. um, just because of the system. I, th- I, th- I think, you know, because you, as a black person growing up, you didn't have many options. So mm. they're educators, and my grandfather was an educator, and he was actually someone who's very passionate about education. And mm. so in our household, uh, I'm one of three siblings, and all of them are, are in the cre- are in the creative sort oh, of industry. Wow. Yeah. But my parents always said that even if you were going to do something in the creative of industries, you always had to have a degree. And education Yeah, there had it. to be something to back it up because yeah. what, if, what happens if your gift is no more? You know, also I think education opens you up to so many other uh, opportunities mm. uh, and not you know and i'm also very aware of the fact that i'm very privileged you know i think a lot of black kids love music and they want to go study music but one they either don't have the you know the financial backing or they don't have the the support and i yeah. I, I was lucky that i had both uh, so my parents were very were very uh, you know they were very supportive about me doing music but they were very much strict about the fact that it had to be backed up with a degree mm which was interesting because I didn't study I didn't do any music in, in high school wow. and so you know a lot of people who, who do this and you go through this journey usually start playing or singing at the age of like five you know yeah. because of exposure and just yeah. um, and then they go into primary school and you do your grade your levels your grades you do mm. theory and you do a little bit of oral as well and I just had none of that so wow. it's very naive in that sense that like I just thought I could just because I could sing I was just going to get into UCT uh, but I learned that it was that easy so it was quite a tricky journey um, getting into UCT because initially I actually was uh, rejected they said oh, wow. yeah I came for the audition I sang really well and then they tested the theory stuff you know yeah. and if you don't know anything about music theory it just looks like squiggles on a board and I was very of honest course, I said yeah. I didn't know anything mm. Um and so I didn't yeah, so I didn't get into UCT initially and it's quite a funny story. So while I was I was at work, um my mom was at home and she received the letter to say that I hadn't I hadn't made it into UCT. So oh, she wow. drove to UCT, asked to meet the person in charge, spoke to that person and was like, Listen, I know you guys have a bridging course. If you let my daughter into the bridging course, i I promise you she's gonna work really, really hard. Please just give her a chance. It's only a year. Got into the bridging course, girl. Um, and yeah, I was one of the few people who actually made it through and passed. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, I guess that's how everything began.
0: Wow, what a beautiful story. But um, while I listen to your music, I find that, yes, we categorize, categorize you as, an, as a jazz vocalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's so much prayer in, in your music. Yeah. You know, even when I watched you perform, you went to a very deep place. Yeah. Um yeah. What was happening, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, and I connected with you on that level because yeah. people don't want to feel, people don't want to be vulnerable, yeah. you know? And that came from such a deep place. Like, for someone that is watching you perform, you're almost connecting on a spiritual level, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so tell me about
1: those moments in your performances. Sure. So that particular day, I think it was just... So much had been happening prior to that performance, Mm. and I think, I think the beauty about music is that it's like both like it's it's kind of selfish in the sense because it's where I find my therapy. So it's like it's a release for me. So Mm. I think all of those things, you know, because. We put on shows and stuff with this. We're people. We feel there's so much happening in your day. There's so much mm. happening in your life, even in your journey, you know. Mm. Uh, but you get dressed up and you show up and, yeah. you, and you do what you need hey. to do. And then sometimes you're singing something and it just resonates with you on a deeper mm. level. And I think it manifests in the way that you show your emotions. So. Mm. I don't know. I don't even... It, and it's, it's it's so interesting. I get a lot of people saying, you know, are you a spiritual person because I cried Listen, when you... You could start a church. <laughs> it's so, and you it's so strange. You could start a church. It's strange. Like it happens so often. Someone said to me like, oh, you should think about like um, writing gospel music. My therapist actually said that to me. She's like, mm-hmm. I've never seen you perform but I'm just getting that vibe. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know where it comes from. I think, I think it definitely is a vulnerability. So mm-hmm. I think for me... I'm not like a you know, I don't move around a lot. I don't do like lots of things. Yeah. But I think what I what I w- always want to to do is be as authentic as possible. Mm. Um and so I think like that's what I want to bring to a performance. Yeah. You know what I'm at saying? At the core of it. Yeah, yeah, at the core of it. I just want to mm. be like as authentic and sincere. Mm. Um yeah.
0: I wow. Guess. So then I I I got introduced to your music when I heard Le Fazi, Yay. which was actually quite weird because then I'm like, "How?" because you <laughs> sing that song. Sing sing so that much song. <laughs> Look, I love that song. Yeah, yeah, I love that song. But yeah. tell me about the the, the songwriting process. Yeah. You know, um, we'll get into your album later, but tell me about um, that specific song, um, the message. So it's such a, you know, it's a simple song, but the message is so strong. Yeah. You know, so, so let's talk about the songwriting process of Le Fati, Um and then we'll move into your debut album which is highly meditative. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much.
1: So, uh, with Le Fati it was actually very weird. So, I... I get melodies, like I think. I think like all singers, we are melody-driven. So I get mm. melodies and then I record them on my phone. And it was like weird because I'm not a Sutu speaker at all. Yes. (laughs) I'm like, I know like very limited Sutu, But it just felt like it wouldn't be right in English and it felt like it wouldn't be right in Zulu. Yeah. So I was like, man, I really feel like, it's got a suitu yeah. vibe about it, you know. So I'm going to do. Yeah. So people stu- are just like, "Girl, what are you talking about?" And I was like, "Trust me, it's just got a thing," you know. So I spoke to a friend of mine. Her name is Kataholeboho. She's also a a singer. Yeah. And we workshop the lyrics. I just was like, I want something um, quite beautiful but quite poignant as well. Mm. Um. Also very aware of that this is this is what I'd wanted as a debut as a as a single. Yes. Um, and she she wrote the lyrics and then I further workshoped them with uh, an incredible pianist and singer by the name of Yunalam Nana, mm. who was like who knows like all the languages. So, oh wow. Yeah. So he's I think he's he's barely speaking, but we sort of you know some of the things he felt like didn't make sense and stuff. So um, it was. Very much a collaborative effort, mm. um, and I think also, and, and this is why I'm saying the song gets me into a lot of trouble because I perform it, and then people want to have conversations in Sutu, so and I'm just yes. like, yes, nah, fam, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 nah, nah, I don't know, I
1: don't know oh. um, and someone even said to me, like, "Oh, but you're Zulu, why would your first single be Sutu?" So and I'm just like, mm, why are we so like why are we so precious about?" Those kinds of things, yes. I think for me, it like it opened me up to yeah. a different audience. So, yeah,
0: yeah. amazing. I watched um, a clip or a video of you doing Nina Simone's Young, Gifted, and Oh, yeah, so yeah. you did that, yeah. And then, what the reason why I say your music has so much prayer in it, yeah, then you move into Magu Benjalu, yeah, hey,
1: <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, tell me about that, yeah. So that was, I was very much deep in my feelings. I think at the time it had been Fees Must Fall. Just like resonated with the message, resonated with everything around that movement. Um, and felt like, you know, helpless, but also felt excited about it. And the mm. fact that, you know, these young people had really like done this thing, you know. Mm. Um which is quite interesting now because I was reading about this and it wasn't anything but yes. yeah so so I was very touched by that and I was like man I wanna you know when I'm doing gigs I want I want to say something mm. um, in song though because mm. I think sometimes you can get a little bit activisty which is fine but yeah. I just felt like what can I do what can my contribution be and mm. um, and so we, I remember trying this out. I don't even remember it was. I tried it out at some random gig and someone said to me like, yo, you need to record this. Like it just spoke to me, you know, Yeah. Um, you know, the idea, just the affirmation of being young, gifted, gifted and, and black. black, but at mm-hmm. the end of it, also just the prayer of it to preserve Ugh. like us, you know, to pr- oh. preserve what we're doing and mm. to really sort of guide us because, you know, things got a bit turned a bit left and got a bit dangerous. So, all of that and I think the the song and even the video um, you know the images are of young gifted yes. and black females, males, South Africans, Africans yeah. so um, it was just around that time. I what
0: think. a beautiful beautiful Thank song you. and prayer. Thank you. Um, so then let's move into your debut album yeah. which was released last year. Yeah. In <laughs> Lele, Ka, yeah. oh, also the titling I'm like okay yeah. Um I remember this one rainy Sunday. I woke up and I was like, mm, what do I feel like listening to today? Yeah. And then I landed on Spam Talu Guy. Yeah. That album is so beautiful. Thank you. The arrangement, the live elements, yeah, you know, yeah. the deliberateness of the titling. Yeah. You know, um, the feeling, everything. Let's yeah. let's let's talk about <laughs> all of that, you know? Okay, cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I think like interesting i was having a conversation with my husband about this as well yesterday mm. about art and what comes first like you know because i think as artists i i'm very much a this is what I want to say Mm. and I'll try my best to do that but I think sometimes people take people take the art and they sort Mm. of um, imbibe it the way that they will so I I think going into releasing this album I wanted it to feel like home Mm. I wanted it to be I wanted it to be sort of a comfort Um, and so the music had to that way mm. but I also just wanted it to be true to who I am yeah. and who you know my sort of inspirations and my background which is very much in gospel music mm. um, but also with a little bit of jazz lots of soul music as mm. well love soul music um, so I wanted all of that to come through um, yeah, and it's actually been received way better than oh, I expected. Listen,
0: <laughs> listen, you can't even skip a track on that album because oh, everything man. is just like Yeah. All the songs are just so beautiful. Thank you. But there's a specific song that I was listening to and I was like, Yo, ay, 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 ay. Ooh, deep man. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. you are touching touching it's it's how, why, when.
1: Yes, okay.
0: And you're touching um you you are tapping into a place of uncertainty, you know, mm. when you're you're just asking so many questions. Um, And I think that's the beauty of writing songs Because then you can express yourself In fact, I was thinking about If I were to package you and sell you I will call you an expressionist because you, yeah. you expressed that so beautifully. I'm stealing that. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about how, why, when. Yeah. Yeah. What was happening?
1: <laughs> so I you know what? I actually can't even take credit for that song because it was written by Ndumiso Manana. Ah, oh, I love Ndumiso. Uh, yes, right. Mm. Right. Mm. So he I think is really one of the most exceptional writers we have at the moment. Mm. Really someone who um has just like an innate ability to express whatever it is that he wants to express mm. very easily, like mm. on a piece of paper. Um, also just a great singer as well. But he, so he, I'd, I'd asked him, because we had collaborated on on Noah's Ark. So he had written the yeah. first verse. Ooh,
0: Noah's yeah, Noah's Ark, we're going to get there. <laughs> okay, so
1: he'd written the first verse, verse and he was like, can you please write the second verse? And I was like, oh, I think I felt kind of like, intimidated because i just respect them so much as a writer yeah um so he wrote the first verse and i wrote the second verse and then i was like okay cool then we recorded it and then you know that song took a life of took on a life of its own on its own yeah and then i was doing the album and i was like man i really want you to contribute to the album can you just write me something Mm. cool like so easily like as he sends me a voice note of him playing something and then singing um the lyrics on it and i was like okay it's the one. <laughs> yeah. It's the so... one. Yeah. So we got together, recorded it, and then uh, Sam Goski, M- Magbimbele, and I wrote some horn lines uh, for it. Mm. Um, yeah. And so that's that's how the song came about. And it fitted so beautifully, sonically, into yeah. the album. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It like... Yeah. It was, yeah. No, it was absolutely.
0: Perfect. So what, what, what inspired the album itself? Yeah. Um, I mean, you did talk about the fact that you wanted to feel like home oh. yeah but um in terms of inspirations whether musically or just generally yeah. you know in life what was the biggest inspiration around the album sure i just think
1: i don't know if i could even call it an inspiration but i think um it had been a long time coming mm. um i've been in doing this thing for quite a while and mm. i think there was a there was a pressure for me to release something of my own but i also mm. felt like I had something to, I finally had something to say you yeah, know yeah. Um, so it was really just a timing thing it was mm. really just like okay I feel settled enough in my identity musically mm. um, let's just let's just release something yeah. let's say something let's yeah. add something to to you know all of this music that's out there so it was definitely a timing thing Um and yeah I just think that things started to happen that made me feel like okay, you know, just along mm. the way, just saying, Okay, cool. Keep mm. going, keep going, keep mm. 'cause it it took a while. I mean, I started recording the album in twenty seventeen. Oh yeah. Um and as an independent artist, you're doing everything yourself, which I means know. financially yeah. you're backing yourself as everything. well. Everything mm. Yeah. Um and I had a baby along the way. You know, there mm. was <laughs> there
0: were, there was life was happening. Life was happening. Yeah. Life was going yeah. on, you yeah.
1: know, as as Brenda Fussey would say. Yeah. So um it just felt like this is the time, mm. and so it happened. I wow! Guess. And yes.
0: I'm so happy. I'm so glad that it happened because <laughs> yeah. wow, well, that album is life changing. Thank you. Thank it's healing, much. you know. You. Um, so Noah's Ark. I discovered that. Uh, well, the the song itself. I think I was driving, and I hear the song. Yeah. On KFM. Probably in
1: KFM, yeah.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. no, I'm a proud KFM listener. This is how you and I'm I, like, you
1: and I, <laughs>
0: you know. So. Aisha Zam, You know And I'm like Yo Yeah I literally I did not imagine That it would be a local Right um, Yeah Artist yeah. Or You know Yeah So let's Let's talk a bit about That song yeah. itself Yeah um, The writing process Around it um, and it come into life like that. It, yeah, it literally came to life. You know, yeah, it's
1: so beautiful. It's a dope, dope track. Mm. So, I think, um, and you're not the first person to say that it doesn't sound South African, mm. um, which I think is like very funny but uh, just because I'm going to tell you how it yes. happened so it would happen very randomly mm. so uh, Youth Femism who are the artists who wrote the track are yes. uh, Elizabeth Gaylord as Pepe Lonelovu and Dumiso Manana they're a group of I guess three musicians yeah. and I knew Dumiso well and he was like yo man There's a song we want you to like feature in the second verse. Mm. Can I send you the track and then can you see what you can do over Mm. it? Cool. Not thinking anything of it. Whatever. We meet up at VITS music school upstairs like illegally. (laughs) Because the guy doesn't have a student card. Like very random. But you found a way. Yeah, (laughs) found a way. Cool, whatever. Jam the track. It's a vibe. Sharp. Mm. Record at Vitz studio the studio that they use for the music school also yeah. illegally we literally had an hour to record yeah cool recording i'm not happy i'm never happy with my recordings but i'm like oh, i don't really dig it fine have that hour cut off gotta go gotta go gotta go don't even think about the track mm. not even on my mind i think about probably two months later get get the track to get the recording on email and mm. he's like this is what it sounds like what do you think I'm like, mm, can I re-record? I don't really dig it. He's like, No, bro, it's the one. It's yeah, the one. Yeah. I'm like, okay, chilled. They send it to a guy called Mubelé Boy, who guys, I think you should look out for him. So he okay. has just oh, produced definitely. um what's that big Beyonce album that just came out now? The um, Lion King. Yeah. That look, I'm
0: not a Beyonce. Uh,
1: she will know. Yeah, there's <laughs> a there's a there's a big the one with like Abu Busiswa. Yes, Moonchild finally yes. Yes, 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 yes. So yes. he was what he produced a track on that album. Oh so wow, South African guy from the Eastern Cape. Oh wow, incredible. So he produces this track. I don't. I've never met him. I don't know him. Mm. Produces the track. How? When the track is out, I'm like. When the track comes back to me because we end up going to his house. You're so funny, guys. This story. <laughs> we go to his house to record. I love the back stories. Yeah, the end of the track where we're all clapping. It's literally we recorded in his room. He has made like a fake studio. He where he opens his cupboard door We're recording in that little space His shoes are on the right hand oh, side wow. And you're literally just standing in the doorway And we're all like okay And he's like okay guys Sound like lots of people So we're all like <laughs> clapping His mom is in the car and see, we're Like this is what a creative does You have no idea You must idea. just make a plan yeah. No you have no <laughs> idea So we record the stuff And then Yeah then I go home And I'm like okay I'm sure it's gonna be nice Whatever Ah mm. oh, when I hear the track Is it not banging Yeah what so, a track yeah so oh. it comes out um and then th- luckily through through some people that i know at kai fm were able to play it on kai fm yeah. and they've been incredible in terms of supporting yeah. uh, youth feminism, but also just my career as well mm. and i think that's where people first heard the track and yeah. first heard of them as well yeah so yeah, yeah it's really not glamorous <laughs> and if anything i think i don't think you know when you're recording music you record it you're like, oh, it's nice or whatever. Mm. Then you release it and you, it takes on its own yeah. sort of identity. So yeah. I think that's what happened with this track in particular. Yeah. A lot of people really dug it.
0: No, it, it did what it had to.
1: Lesson, yeah, no, It like did proper. the damn thing.
0: So then tell me about um, you discovering your voice. You know, that, that mm. moment when you discovered your voice.
1: Wow. So I think, shoo. I mean, I think in terms of just discovering that I had a voice that was pleasant to listen to, mm. probably uh, was in primary school. Mm. I went to school uh, at a school called Roderbosch East Primary mm. and there was a singing competition and I was very like forward child. Yeah. Um. So I entered the singing competition and I remember winning, I think, e- either one second or third prize. Wow. Yeah. Big deal. Like, big, wow. big, big, big deal. I mean... I, I wasn't hey, really good at anything else. It was like, on. you know, extramural. That was pretty much the only thing. Mm. And then um, in high school, one of my teachers, uh, his name is Garth Kaster, Uh he heard me singing at a, a... What are these things called? Like a talent evening. Yeah. Um, and at that time, I was like getting into poetry, you yeah. know, very much inspired by poetry. Getting into culture. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That vibe. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like a sister, queen, <laughs> empress. Yes. So uh I I think it was like I was singing with some guy who was a rapper or something. So just singing like Adlibs Nyana yes. vibes. And he was like, hey, Amen you realize that you've actually got like you've got talent you know you've got something yeah like ah, he's like no come to come to jazz band and that was actually the first time i was introduced to jazz Mm. um so he taught me some jazz music and he's like learn the song we're gonna sing it like at every prize giving and assembly so that's when i think i've probably realized that i have a voice in the sense that i have something quite Mm. nice or Mm. like people actually responded well to it Mm. um so yeah, probably. Mm. Yeah.
0: And tell me about some of the challenges you've had to overcome, you know. Yeah. Um in the industry itself. We all know Girl. South African music industry. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know. Yeah.
0: Um it's 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 got I mean, from you trying to get your songs playlisted, you know, yeah. that whole process. Tell me yeah. about um going through some of those and overcoming some of those challenges.
1: So I think um just being an independent artist female mm. in a niche sort of mm. genre mm. um is difficult upon itself um and I think yeah I think things like very simple things like getting your music playlisted mm. getting booked for gigs and I think I have a have a, a struggle in the sense that people hear jazz and they think oh okay you know Sunday music or people won't necessarily yeah. be keen yeah. to listen to that yeah um And it's, it's, it's sad because I don't even think my music is jazz, but Mm. it's, it's all of those, those challenges of being, uh, of not, um, getting the platforms Mm. because we rely on the platforms, Mm. you know, Mm. sales are, are not what makes money. Yeah. Um, getting the platforms, yeah. being booked for festivals, for being booked for yeah. the gigs, yeah. um, and I think also in South Africa it's it's a tricky time to mm. be a musician because mm. of the economy. You know, mm. people don't have much of a disposable income, um, so they don't have that much money to go mm. to shows. You know, I was mm. having a conversation with um, this chick from uh, the US, and she's like, "Why does everybody? Uh, why are there so many events at month end?" And I was like because that's everybody's month-end rich. Yeah. Literally month-end yeah. rich. You're literally, literally month-end rich. You can't, and then the rest of the month. Yeah, <laughs> you can't have an event on the 15th, bro. Like, mm-hmm. it just, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Who's No mm-hmm. one's going to come. Mm. Uh, and she was like, I just understand this culture. I was like, but that's how it is. Uh, yeah, and so now it's, it's tough times. People yeah. don't have that kind of money. So yeah. it's also that. And I think also one of the other challenges is that there aren't that many venues anymore. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, people who mm. know, live music venues enjoy will know that ever since the orbit shut down there hasn't really been um an alternative yeah Yeah. um so it's all of those challenges and you know i I don't know if i've really overcome them i think you find ways um, to navigate to navigate Mm. and you create spaces Mm. yourself and Mm. um you sort of have to think like a maverick if you are in a creative industry Mm. uh, particularly in a third world country yeah
0: so you have worked with um some of the greatest jazz or actually musicians. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um Tanjin being one of them. Yeah. The kanidaya, you know, like those are my people.
1: Yeah.
0: Um Tell me about the meeting of musicians. How yeah. how you got to meet these musicians, work with them, and what that experience um has been like for you.
1: Yeah. So I think one of the things, you know, despite like um the trying times and how difficult it is to do this in this industry in this context the one thing that is a saving grace is community mm. Um, mm. and I've really been blessed in mm. that I've been able to do this in a, in, a, in a great sort of community yeah. um, and I have to give all props to UCT that's where we all met yeah. um, everyone I mean that's where I met Bogani that's where I met Tandy, that's yeah. where I met Mandisi that's where I met Sasanke yeah. so all of those uh, relationships and friendships formed there mm. when we're all sort of trying to figure ourselves out yeah. um and start our own journeys musically. Uh, and so I've been I've really been lucky and, and even when I moved to Jo'burg from Cape Town, mm. the community is what kept me We're going. Still, yeah, uh, you know, we we text each other, be like, you know, if some even still if someone is coming up from wherever from Cape Town, they'll send a text like, Hey guys, I'm coming up, if there's any gigs, please mm. you know, mm. bring them my way or whatever. So I've really, really uh been blessed with that community and also just um and I think the way that my career has shaped itself, it all really started with collaborations. So, mm. you know, Tandi's uh, album on her first album and her singing backing on the second album. Yeah. Benjamin Jafter as well, Susonga Klondi. These were all kinds of, you know, collaborations that grew from friendships.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, tell me about um, what influences your your, your music yeah. style.
1: Sure. Okay. Um, I think definitely the jazz is there, you know, the because I mean I can't shy away from it, I did it for like many no, years. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um and interestingly enough, it's not even a music that I particularly liked in the beginning. Oh wow. I didn't. It was just like weird music. It's like, oh, <laughs> why is everyone playing at the same time? It's weird. Um but I grew to love it and here we are. And here we are yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm. But I think big big influence of mine and a love of mine is definitely soul music mm. you know I was listening to D'Angelo like in high school it was very weird oh, yes. people are like why are you not listening to Asha like <laughs> <laughs> who is this guy that you are obsessed with so very much a big fan of of soul music yeah. Joe Scar, D'Angelo, music soul child yeah um I was actually talking about this guy called Glenn Lewis. I don't know if you knew him. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Slept on. Slept on.
0: Glenn Lewis is like... you.
1: So slept on. (laughs) So I was collecting all of those albums when I was... Yeah, I was... 16 15 mm. um so i think that's pretty much been the bedrock of my sound yeah um even if it wasn't intentional that's always what comes out first mm. uh, gospel just because i grew up in a praying home christian home mm. also a singing home so mm. my mom and her siblings um or used to sing at gatherings uh or like little prayer meetings oh, wow. yeah and my mom was like mom's the eldest so she was like the yeah. dictator yeah <laughs> 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 yeah exactly yeah no it's actually it's exactly that um then she'll give you sada if you're a bimba you know yeah. like she'll be like What's happening? you know yeah so so i grew up in that kind of environment mm. and i think you know it's 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 a kind of environment that all, most black South Africans grew up in, where there's lots of singing, lots mm. of hymns, lots of mm. that kind of thing. Um, and then probably African music because I guess I'm an African and that's yeah. Yeah. just inside me. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, um, tell me about some of the artists you, you, you still like to work with in the future. <laughs> you know, I'm sure you've got some that you're like, hey, so yeah. I can just get to work with this.
1: There's one person. that's very... I don't know if I should even mention him at the moment because he's in a bit of a... There's a situation there. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> so it's probably not in my best interest <laughs> to mention him right now. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: Quite unfortunate, but you know, um it's a very touchy subject yes, right now and in we South never want to make light
1: of that, mm. man. We never want to make light of that. Mm. So... um so, other artists that I'd love to work with are. Uh, there's an incredible vocalist, um, and I think he's just a great musician and producer called Mondly Ngobo Oh, from yeah, Yo. slept on, Yo. slept on. Mond- Mondlingo is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He <laughs> is. I think he's so talented, man. Mm. Um, so talented. So I'd love to work with him. Uh, I'd also really love to work with Sanal. Sanal musician. Yeah, Sanal is great. Yeah, I think Sunil there's something quite soulful about what he puts out. Mm. Um, of course, it's dance music, but I just think it's mm. there's a depth to it that I really, mm. really dig. Mm. Um, yeah, that's probably top two at the moment. Wow, oh, yeah. love
0: it. Yeah. And what, what, what are you listening to right now? Just <sighs> like in terms of artists and
1: I'm so songs. boring with this question because <laughs> I really am. Because weirdly enough, I don't like... I don't even have iTunes on my iPhone. Like I don't Come on. I swear. As a musician. I know. <laughs> That's why I'm just like I'm gonna disappoint you so much. Um I just think there's like so much music in my everyday life. Sometimes mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. I don't. I feel you. But um uh, listening to the New June Echo. Oh yes. Listening to snow a lot. Mm. Um Yeah. Mm. That's probably what I'm Yeah, thinking. currently.
0: Yeah. Um, and tell me about the one thing that you know for sure that sits at the core of your soul.
1: Sure. What I know for sure is that what is yours, what is destined to be yours, mm. is will be yours in time. Mm. Mm. No hater, no gatekeeper, no, you know, none of that will keep you from what is meant to be yours.
0: Yeah. Yes. Love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, and then where to from here? What can we expect? Um, you know going in forward. the future? Um, are there any projects you're working on? We yeah. can people catch you, yeah. your performances and so on
1: and so forth <laughs> no projects at the <laughs> very moment yeah no we, we still no we still loving
0: Woo, it in Santa, no nice. ways no yeah. ways yeah
1: I mean if if something happens if there's a collaboration that's out there that's meant to happen for sure definitely keep, keen it, it, for happen, it. Yeah. but I think right now my focus is on spreading the music and playing uh, as much as I possibly as can, can. Mm. Uh, so going on a tour now um, end of April going to be in Durban mm. so 29th you can catch me at UKZN on the first, you can catch me at the Chairman. You can also catch Whoa, me I love chairman. right. I feel like so live exact. spaces, we need more
0: live spaces. So exciting spaces, yeah. yeah.
1: And I love that it, they've moved everything outside now as well, which oh, is quite beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so catch me at the Chairman. Then I'm also going to be at the Alliance Say on the same day as well. Then I'm at Duka Restaurant on the third of May, which is the Sunday. Um, and then on the Friday, no, on the Thursday, there's been a date that's been added to the Lutulu Museum. Mm. And then I go to Cape Town, going to ah. be at the Raptor Room on the 8th, going to yeah. be at Youngblood on the 9th, and then going to be at Jazz at the Native Rock. Yeah, I'm oh, busy, busy. Booked and busy. Yo, booked and busy. Booked and busy. What? And busy, nana. It needs to um,
0: Tell me about some of the stages you'd like to still grace, you know, perform. I mean, you've performed on, on some of the yeah. bigger stages. Including internationally, yeah, yeah, um, you did Oslo, yes, Oslo I Festival. did. Yeah, like I yo, did. I'm like, yeah, no, that's yeah, my girl, right? Yeah, there. but tell me about some of the you know, stages you'd still like to grade. I love them. I'm Put kidding. it out to the universe. Yeah, yeah. you, you, yeah
1: definitely Cape Town international Jazz Festival done it many times, but mm. um with other people's music, mm. so definitely would love to do Cape Town international Jazz Festival. There's actually another festival that I'm doing that i have to, can't, i can't have to be tight lived about okay uh, NGA. But, yeah <laughs> in tune I can say that okay, um, but very excited about that um joy of jazz would be a dream mm. um it would be stunning to do that um i think goodness i don't know all of them really yeah. i mean i think yeah. my the universe knows this and god knows this as well that i would love to go to europe europe mm. is where i'd want to be mm. um i'm not really like keen on like the states yeah because of the orange guy but like just generally i think my music would fit that kind of space more. Yeah, definitely. So putting it out into the universe, if there are any international agents out there, Mm. my visa is (laughs) ready.
0: Come through.
1: Yes, honey, that
0: Schengen visa, everything. Everything, everything. And what are you most excited about um, on your journey, um, personally and musically?
1: Yeah. What am I most excited about? Um... I think, like, I really believe in the idea of intention mm. and what flows mm. from intention. So mm. you do what you can in your power and you put it out there. Yeah. And I guess, you know, you're met halfway with all the opportunities. Mm. Um, so I think really with offering this album, it was just me being like, okay, I'm just going to put it out there. I don't mm. know what's going to come of it. And I think yeah. that's what excites me is that, you know, you're never never sh- know. you yes. never know. You, kn- you know, like... And I I really believe in celebrating the small victories. Like on Sunday, my mom calls me. She's like, oh my gosh, my parents are in Durban. Yeah. I just put on, of course, FM and your song is playing. And, you know, it's like small stuff like that. uh, Which is huge in the sense that, you know, they have the biggest listenership. So Mm. how they got the song... How and God I know I don't even know. Yeah. I don't, you know, I never yeah. submitted. So yeah. it's all of those things. Like every day there's just something like, you know, someone will tweet me and be like, This happened when I listen yeah. to this. So it's just the idea um of of really just like being excited about everything that's going on, being mm. present enough. Mm. Um and also really just um being grateful.
0: Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thank you so much <laughs> for making time to sit with me, it, to have a coffee pleasure. with me. Um, I wish you nothing but the best. Thank um, Jesus. 2020 must just bring the things, you know, 20 plenty. Honey. It must just bring, yes. you know, everything must just yes. manifest beautifully. Yeah. But thank you so much. Um, I can't wait to see you again. Please start that church. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, <laughs> because I, yeah, <laughs> <'cause>, yeah, <laughs> you what you wish for. Because, yeah, you really do minister, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't you think so you much. realize, um, what your voice does, you know, yeah. for, for people. Um that are present enough and with ears open enough to listen yeah. and hear. Thank you. But I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you for Thank sitting you, down sis. with me for a coffee. Did it's you enjoy your coffee? Anna, yes <laughs> I did. Yes I
1: did. I've been seeing this on the Twitter <laughs> sphere so I'm so glad it finally happened.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, and that's it. That's it from myself Vivian Chweney and Spam La Uh Please do continue to listen to Coffee Conversations. Um, click like share subscribe all of it uh we'll be back with your favorite musicians um telling their stories and yeah we'll just have a great time with them
2: i'm trying hard but this ain't working 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 out it's been a while but i'm still wondering 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 how come i call me love but keep on fighting fighting, fighting all the time I'm not going anywhere No matter the weather You whisper in my ear All right. <laughs> Stars who fall, fall apart. Never knew we'd get this.